definitely human. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, you're listening to The Martin Chronicles, a six-part Mars Corp miniseries written, produced, and edited by Definitely Human and performed by Derek Elwood. This miniseries is dedicated to our loyal patrons who support Definitely Human productions over at patreon.com forward slash Definitely Human. If you're a fan of Mars Corp and would like to help us raise enough funds to produce season two, head on over to our Patreon and make a monthly pledge. Patrons also get early access to new projects as well as exclusive content like behind-the-scenes stuff and Q&As. We've already raised enough funds to produce monthly Mars Corp mini-episodes. Coming soon. Thanks again to everyone who supported Mars Corp. We love you. Goodbye. Hello? Oh, this is all a bit... This is Martin Mann, base manager of Mars Corp. Uh, the date is Tuesday, I think, um, 19th of October... 25.06. The purpose of these diary entries, logs... Oh, shall I call them logs? It's a bit sci-fi. No, diary entries. The purpose is to... Oh, what's the point? I guess it's a chance to talk about what's happening on the Mars Corp base, even if it is to a bloody machine. Okay, here we go. Um, it's about two months since I was woken up. The base was, well, it was on a verge of collapse. The departments weren't working together. No one was working for the good of the base. They were all just pursuing their own weird projects. The previous manager, Remy Singer, died in a human pyramid accident, and instructions were left to appoint the next most senior person to the role. There was some sort of struggle between the resources department and the other departmental heads, and when they couldn't decide on who should run the base, I was woken up. I'm still not sure I wouldn't have been happier being left to sleep. So, as I was saying, everything was a mess. Well, it still is, but I'm slowly getting the Martians to focus on mitigating further damage and restoring base functions. Once that's done, maybe they can finally finally actually get started with the terraforming. Most departments were doing pointless busy work. The tech department were trying to perfect a butter-churning robot. IT was spending all day reading people's messages and sending people notes about grammar and spelling mistakes. The medical department worked well. Let's just say the supply of opiates is a fair bit lower now. I've taken responsibility for managing access to the large drugstore. I've told them they can have it back once they've done with their withdrawals. 
The most concerning department, however, was science. I was told they didn't really mix with the rest of the base, so I was expecting the worst when I finally met the department head, Colin Denham. But he was surprisingly normal, charming even. His intern, David Knight, well, he's young, eager to please. Colin insisted on meeting in the canteen so we could chat and chill, as he put it. Whenever I brought up their work, he'd give some vague jargon bollocks and then compliment me like, I love your earth accent. Like that's even a thing. I knew they were hiding something, so in the end I just stopped by their lab unannounced and, well... It was during Cognac Thursday. God, I need to put an end to that. When everyone was getting rapidly drunk, the lights and other electrical systems suddenly faded. The power drain was traced to the science department, so we went up there. But they had locked the door. It took a couple of minutes to get in, but when we finally opened the... Look, I get the whole rules are there to be broken thing. Oh, <laughs> do I know that? But what Colin and David did... They mess with the rules of physics. There's limits. They could have killed us all. Thank the Lord they didn't. When we got in, we found the machine on, with this vortex kind of soupy, cloudy thing doing its, well, vortexy thing. Colin was gone. David said he jumped into the machine when we started hammering on the door. David was edging towards the machine like he was going to jump himself. He was telling me what Colin did and looking at me, muttering, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, while this portal to God knows what or where whirled behind him. Look, I know this all sounds flipping insane, and if I was listening to me, then I would think I was bonkers. But I saw it. He looked really uncertain and panicky. I told him it wasn't his fault. Everyone makes mistakes, and no one would blame him. I told him he was clever. I told him we needed him and his science smarts, and that people would miss him if he jumped. He just sort of dropped his head and wilted a bit. I was about to go to him when one of the tech guys, Sebastian, I think, lunged at him. David kind of made a jump towards the portal, but Sebastian managed to grab his legs and bring him down. He tried to drag himself towards the portal and was shouting, Colin, help me! Help me! But then a couple of the other Martians leapt on him, kicking and punching him. There was a crowd waiting for us when we got outside, grabbing at him and trying to hit him. I managed to get him through that without too many injuries and locked him in an empty room on level four. It was as much for his safety as anything. I don't know what to do with him now. The Martians are super hostile towards him. Rumours have spread that it was all his fault and that he was trying to kill everyone on the base. He won't last a day if I let him out. My hope is that the Martians will chill out about it in a month or two and he can just apologise to everyone and get on with his life. I've put the lab on lockdown now. Maximum security. Only management cards can get in there. I promoted Simon Badcock to head a department and told him to set up a new lab somewhere. I'm not sure how smart he is, but he's quite polite at least. So, an interesting start to the job. What else? Oh, I'm going to the mine to see how things are over there. Hopefully they're a bit more honest and a bit more sane. Maybe it's just the main base that's absolutely bonkers. Seriously, not a single one of these Martians I've met is normal, let alone competent. I need help. I tried contacting Earth. I tried as soon as they woke me up. But the comm satellite was down. We got it fixed two days ago and I tried again. But I'm not getting anything back. 
I tried the original Happiness Inc. frequency to tell them the mission status, the backup one, the emergency one, but nothing. It's... I'm worried. Why aren't they replying? Are they ignoring me? Are there orders not to communicate with Mars? I mean, what the hell? The Martians aren't bothered about it. Earth might as well be in another galaxy for all they care. None of them seem to know when there was last contact with the planet. Looking at old management files, I found the last references to Earth comms was nearly three centuries ago, and that was just some stupid message telling them to stop prank-calling the planet. Oh, idiots! I've ordered the tech department and the IT department to work together to pick up signals from Earth. Anything. Radio, digital, optical. I'm told there's a couple of probes in storage. My next plan is to calibrate one to scan for weaker signals, take pictures, videos, send messages, then launch it towards Earth. I swear I'll crash it into London if they don't answer back. I know it's all different there now. And I know Gary and Alison are probably... No, they are... Gone. They, um... Uh, I, I know it's different now, but I still want to hear from them. Earth, I mean. <laughs> Hopefully I will hear something soon. Oh, well, that's it. That's the end. Martin out, I guess. Okay. Um, let's see how you turn this thing. 